You're listening to a Sim Media podcast. Ladies and gentlemen of the rock and roll, punk, prog, hardcore, thrash, and heavy metal community, my name is Jason, and this is the Great Metal Standoff podcast that pits music's greatest albums in track by track combat. Now, for this battle, I handed the illustrious list of draft battles from way back when I launched the standoff a number of years ago, and I handed it to Imran and let him make the call on what he wanted to do for this episode. And as any regular listeners would know, or if this is your first time tuning in, you're about to know, he fronts his own band by the name of Flood. And throughout his time on the show, he has introduced us to his guitar player and his drummer. Now, it's time to complete the set with Juliet, Flood's bass player. And she joins us for a battle between Linkin Park Hybrid Theory and System of a Down Toxicity. That's a battle that speaks for itself. So let's not waste any time and go straight to the rules. Every album battle will be contested in track-by-track format by our podcast panel. Each individual panellist will select a winner of each pairing. The winning track receives a point to that individual's tally score. Tracks on albums that go uncontested can receive a tally point if a panellist awards it a gold star. We will need that today. Once the battle is over, the album with the highest tally score will receive a grand point for that album. If a panellist tally score results in a draw, both albums will receive a half grand point each, and finally, the album with the most grand points will be declared the winner. The best of new metal go head-to-head, and meeting the one bandmate we are yet to meet, I think we're in for a good one. Roll the audio. And Imran, like I said in the intro, let's complete this flood set, my friend. Fire away. Oh boy. Well, this is, I mean, this is really the one to, to bring it home. Um, well, we'll get into the albums in a second, but... Yes, the, the, the band member that hasn't been on on the Great Metal standoff yet. Juliet, our bass player. How you going? Yes, hello. I'm very excited. I'm nervous. Um, I will try my best. I thought this would be an easy thing to compare these two, but like uh, looking further into it, it was not actually easy. Interesting. I, I'm genuinely surprised because of the entirety of 2019 was spent pretty much just listening to toxicity by system of a Down. yeah i know i do have a big love for that album it probably changed me and my um what i enjoy and yeah it was a big a big impact it had a big impact on me um but yeah i don't know this other album actually wasn't as awful as i thought the other album hybrid theory yeah i didn't have high hopes for it um but after listening to it a few times i yeah it's actually not bad like i i used to like lincoln park i listened to minutes to midnight a lot when i was younger um i never listened to this album in full though so yeah it was a surprise well that's quite interesting um because which literally one of the reasons why uh I had this album listed as a, a part of the list of battles way back when I conceptualized Great Middle Standoff was Hybrid Theory and Toxicity 
seem to be commonly regarded as the gateway metal album for people that similar age to us. It's like the childhood entry into metal. And uh, so that's why I kind of just wanted to put those two together. You mentioned System of a Down being the band that changed you. What was your music world what was your music world like before listening to Toxicity for the first time? Well, I actually I grew up in a very musical home. Uh, my dad, well, we would listen to like Iron Maiden and Judas Priest um, on the way to primary school in the morning. Um, and then after that, like it sort of gave me um, a liking for heavier music. And then um, as a teenager, I got into like the emo side of things, um, pop punk, you know. My favourites are like My Chemical Romance, um, Blink-182, a few more. But, yeah, I think now it feels like I was missing something um, before I found System of a Down and Alice in Chains, actually, too. You're welcome. Oh, did you get her into yeah. Alice in Chains, Imran? Uh, I'm pretty sure I did. Yeah, absolutely, uh, you yeah. did. What was the song that he showed you? Oh, the first song was Wood um, because he wanted Flood to cover it um, and I'd never heard it before. I think I'd heard No Excuses before because it was on um, Metallica's um, Guitar Hero. Yeah, and I remember playing that. Yeah, yeah, it was just that and probably Nutshell I think I'd heard before as well. Well, that's very nice. Um what what's your story with Flood? We've had every other member of Imran's band on the show. What's your story regarding this band? Oh, I've wanted to be in a band for ages and I've actually always been very impressed and just like amazed at with Imran. Every time he'd play something at school. Oh shucks. He's a bit of a genius. Um <laughs> and... <laughs> Yeah. I Damn. promise I didn't bribe her, Imran. <laughs> no. Not Are you at sure? All. <laughs> yeah, I. Oh, and then Imran was talking about wanting to start a band, and like, yeah, uh, we found out we had very similar tastes. And yeah, then he showed me Alice in Chains and System and stuff. Um, and I was like, yeah, this is the way to go. Yeah, that's pretty much. I don't know. It's not really like a deep, meaningful story. <laughs> Just two friends getting together, starting a band, eh, Imran? Uh, Jack was there as well. Me, me, Jet and Jack were, were the OGs, and we had a drummer before Nick, but then he left to do something else, I don't know. And then we got <laughs> Nick. Yeah, and he was he was a delightful guest when we had him on Tool versus System of a Down. That was a really fun battle to do with him. Uh, subversely, Imran, Linkin Park, uh, do you have any stories to how you got into them? Uh, no. Um... I, I've listened to In The End, and after listening to Hybrid Theory um, yesterday in its entirety, I realised I've heard Crawling before. Wow, okay. I thought, being the big new Metal fan you are, I would have thought you'd have been all over Hybrid Theory. See, right, the first thoughts going into this must have been, this is just simply the opponent to Toxicity, because you are the biggest System of Down fan I know. Yeah, And well, you must have been really excited to finally talk to- Toxicity. Uh, you don't understand. I toxicity is my best friend. It's <laughs> toxicity. I I swear to God, the other day at work, I was so bored. I sung the entirety of toxicity from front to back in my head, including <laughs> Arto. Wow. By the way, not, are we going to include Arto today? Of course we are. Is, is that even a question? Okay, Jet, yeah, Jet, no. I had to confirm don't, that because I wasn't head. quite sure how this was going to go. But okay, we'll include Arto. No worries, we've cleared that up, list, dear listeners. 
first thoughts for Juliet coming into this battle, what were they? I seriously thought it would just be a complete easy win to Toxicity, but uh, yeah, comparing some certain songs together, it was actually not that easy. Um, I do love Toxicity as an entire album, but I've always had like obviously favourites and not so favourites. Um, yeah, so comparing those certain ones um, to Hybrid Theory was actually yeah, it was challenging. Well, I think that's enough preamble, and we've gotten to know Juliet a little bit. Timekeeper, actually Imran, would you like to gesture oh. over to the Timekeeper for us today? Oh, that dreaded Timekeeper. Um, timekeeper, do your thing. Hybrid Theory versus Toxicity begins right now. We start with Papercut versus Prison Song. We'd like to begin, we try and begin with our guest here, so we'll start with Juliet here. What were the impressions here? Oh, I think they're both really awesome openings um, to albums. It gives a good insight to what the rest of the albums are going to be like. Um, they're both very punchy. Um, they both have quite good um, riffs. Um, I think Prison Song, it's sort of like slam poetry if that makes sense. Um, yeah, just like Surge screaming uh, words and poems and stuff like that, you know, um, in your face and with the music behind it. Very nice. Imran, Paper Cut. Paper Cut. Pretty, pretty monstrous intro to an album, if I, if I do say so myself. A bit of, it's like a bit of techno at the start. I've heard Linkin Park before, like, I've heard a few of their songs, but it always just gets me when they start rapping. I don't know why. Like, I listen to Limp Bizkit and it still just gets me. I don't know why. Yeah, I thought it was interesting that the the chorus, the Chester Bennington part, was also kind of, like, rapping a little bit as well. So it was a bit trickier to kind of distinct the, the like, differentiate, sorry, the the verse and the chorus, besides the voices, really. Or lead hook could be another way to define it, I guess. Yeah, I know that. Um, it was a really cool song, though. I liked it. The The bridge was a bit more slow and melodic, which is kind of like what I was expecting. Yeah, I, like other than that, it was, it was a pretty cool song. I hate the fact that, because it's the first time I ever listened to Papercut, when it hit and Chester started doing his rap chorus thing, I'm like, hang on a second, is Fred Durst feature on this? No, no, wait, that's Chester. What yeah. the heck? Oh, <laughs> okay. I didn't expect that kind of cadence. But there you go. That was... Uh, yeah, but then you, you um, can. A word I'm probably going to be using a lot to describe hybrid theory is merciless, because that is just my general takeaway from listening to hybrid theory as a whole. And then when he, when Chester starts getting melodic, you could ch- chop and change that with Surge's vocal style, and it would still work. With the you know with the sun yeah. runs out, that kind of period in paper cut. Uh, Never thought of it like that. Maybe you could, or maybe that's just my untrained ear there. Prison Song for me. Loved the elements of funk here in Run. Yes. Prison prison Song, I would like to mention, I, when I listened to this the other day, uh, the first note right as it comes in scared my cat. So um, I thought that was an interesting note, uh, note there. Um, but yeah, the the main thing I like about this song is that everyone has like a section about this song that kind of stands out like the drums in the verse are absolutely insane the guitar like the guitar riff is just 
the guitar's brutal throughout. The breakdown specifically after the second chorus, where it's just that one note um, breakdown riff, just oh, um, the bass in it um, during that little Darren wacky vocal line uh, um, oh, oh, is I yeah <laughs> shudder at the sight of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the bass during that part is just su- yeah, super funky. Surge obviously is just killing it throughout the whole song. Yeah, it's a very groovy song. Um, I'm probably picking Prison Song for this. What do you make of the bass, Juliet? I thought, as per usual, Chavo is a god. I don't know how else to put it. He's just always in the right he's got the right feel and like he just he just gets it man is uh Shavo probably as a bass player yourself is Shavo one of your biggest influences um it's hard to say um definitely yeah he does inspire me a lot actually um yeah pro- probably right yeah so where's your point gonna lie uh I'm actually gonna go with paper cut on this one sorry okay. man. Why why are you apologizing to me? Apologize to Shavo. <laughs> Poor Shavo. I'm gonna take paper I'm gonna take paper cut as well and uh Damn. Um, prison song the Imran's explanation of prison song softened me up to it, but the reason why paper cut gets the point is because I think Darren's vocals sound garbage in that song. <laughs> it is properly, properly crap. I mean, he isn't he supposed to sound like a, an absolute maniac? He's yeah. a gremlin. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> sure, but there are many other songs on Toxicity where he he escalates the song and makes it better. This song just drags it down tenfold for me. And this is, again, later albums, things like on Mesmerize and Hypnotize, he has a lot more of an influence across the songwriting, but he can still deliver and he still can carry a song. Here he brings it down for me, so as punishment for that, Damn. Paper Cut gets the point. That one's on Damn. Down. And immediately after Paper Cut ends, we go straight into One Step Closer, and that goes up against Needles. <sighs> yeah, I want this one to be a squash, but Needles is okay. It's That, that one's okay. an alright song. Okay. Just okay. It's a, <laughs> it's a fun one, but I doubt it's going to be defeating One Step Closer for me, Imran. I mean, yeah. look, Needles, I, I realised uh, as I was re-listening to Toxicity... Needles is the first song where we actually hear Darren sing properly in in the system of a down career. Because really? on the okay. fir- on the first album, he either screams really maniacally or it's just sugar. So <laughs> that's that's all you hear from Darren. And Prison Song, as you said, was horrible. Um so that that line where he comes in, um, I'm sitting in my room, that's the first line uh, we hear from Darren actually properly singing. And it already is better than Prison Song. <laughs> yeah, I agree, 100%. <laughs> totally. Uh, yeah, no, fair enough. Yeah, um, apart from that, Needles flows very, very nicely from the first song, I must say. Classic line, pull the tapeworm out of your ass. Um, absolute classic line. I don't know, I really like Needles. Um, I like... Um, and just the vocal melodies, everything kind of like it's. It feels like it's going up and down, up and down the whole time. Chorus is just catchy as hell. Part after Darren sings, where it kind of like builds a little bit, and they've got the harmonized wacky screams. So cool. Up against one step closer. 
One Step Closer was pretty cool, I will say as well. Very cool riff. Um, kind of gave me like a corn vibe to it um, in terms of like the way the lyrics, uh, or like the vocals uh, done. The part where um, Chester was uh, doing the, the shut up part apparently was inspired by Killing in the Name of by Rage Against the Machine. Apparently they wanted a um, flip you, I'm not doing what you tell me part. So they did that. Um, yeah, very high energy song. I really liked it. Um, wow. And especially during that section there, you can hear um, it is uh, Joe Hahn on the turntables. They, they add very neat and subtle colour to that already thrashing, well, not thrashing, but really beefy, strong, concophony of new metal brilliant riff. New metal brilliant. That's almost an oxymoron, but in Linkin Park's case, I'll make an exception. But the shut up when you're talking to you and then the scratches, it gives great colour. Yeah, I agree. 100%. Yeah, I think that song's a really good example of new metal. Um, I think also for Needles, I think I'm not a huge fan of this song, actually. Again, sorry, Imran. I do like the guitar and bass like slides during when they sing, um, what is it? My tapeworm tells me what to do. You know, that like, anyway. Um, yeah, and Darren's vocals are actually good. Um, the drums are awesome as usual. Um, John Dolman. Yes, absolutely. Oh my God. Yes. So, oh, as well, in um, One Step Closer, I actually, I really, really like this song. Um, uh, just Chester's voice, it's just, it's beautiful, um, especially during the, um, during the verses. And then brings the power in the choruses and I really like the bridge too um, with the yeah with the record scratches and like yeah Chester screaming and yeah the fat riff behind it is awesome yep just puts an exclamation point on every bit of delivery within the shut up when I'm talking to you and you know verse wise it's almost just from a I don't know I guess a visual perspective you're beating yourself up during the verse and then once the chorus hits just like before bang you're unleashing all that rage out into the rest of the world just blasting wrath across the world everything you say to me takes me one step closer god the impact that those lines hit with that soundscape i said it at the start it's needles was handicapped it's got to be one step closer also probably the the triforce of mega mega hits that came out of hybrid theory the first of three mega iconic almost timeless songs from this period of time one step closer is one of those three needles was handicapped from the start one step closer for me yep i'm giving this one to one step closer as well damn you're alone imran (laughs) i'm i'm thinking i'm actually i'm thinking very hard right now Ooh, we've made you question your sanity. Exactly. You, you make, you're making me feel like I'm going crazy here. You're one step closer from um, the edge. <laughs> nice. Look, one step closer is really, really good. I don't want to disregard it, but I have to pick needles. I, I have to. 2-0 the toxicity for him, run. There we go. So there, next up, with you versus Deer Dance. Juliet, what do you got? Um, well... Deer Dance is probably in my top five on Toxicity. Um, I couldn't tell you exactly why. It's just the feel and, I don't know, just something about it really gets to me. Um, 
I also think this one's very slam poetry-esque. I love the um, melody um, in the piece we're loving you against the brutality, that part. Um, I don't know what you would call that. Um, oh, and the bridge um, when they build up towards the end and then it's just like, um, yeah, towards the end and then it goes into the chorus um, and then like, just cuts off and goes to the sort of soft um, vocals. Um, I think that's, it meshes well together. Um, like you would think maybe, I don't know, it would seem like a weird stop, but I think it's really nice. Um, oh, and the awesome halftime at the end, it's like you can, you know, head bang to it slowly. I love that. Yeah, halftime's always a good, um, a good add to songs. Um, yeah. Uh, with you. Oh, the intro on With You. Um, I don't know. I think it's a bit weird, but when the band comes in, um, it definitely makes it better. Like with the, what is it? It's like electro-y and like um, record scratching stuff at the start by itself is a bit, I don't know. I think it's a hit or miss. Um, and I don't know. It's somewhere in between that. But when the full band comes in, it definitely makes it better. I, to be honest, I'm not really one for Mike Shinoda's rapping. Um, yeah, I think his lyrics aren't that good. Sometimes they're a bit, they're a bit cringe. Um, yeah, and I think this is like probably the first one where you hear his rapping in it. Um, yeah, but then Chester comes in and he screams his heart out. Love it. He such power in his voice. One of the greatest singers of our time, R.I.P. Yeah, Imran. Me. Yes, you um, sir. Me. Okay. Um, with you, to to follow on to that. Um, I didn't mind the song. It was okay. Um, the intro I thought was very Tom Morello esque. Um, it kind of gave me that that vibe of some some weird Tom Morello would do. Um, the song itself was kind of was a bit industrial, kind of gave me like Nine Inch Nails vibes a little bit. The if you chorus, look at my notes, Imran, I got the exact same thing here. Hey, wow. great minds think alike. It was interesting you said uh, Tom Morello. I thought this could have been something Rob Zombie would have tried out during this period. Ah, uh, yeah, I can hear that. And within the um, samples, I thought some of the sounds sounded like you know that instrument, the theremin. Yes. Oh. That little I thing where you get the I reckon I reckon something's reminded me of that in those uh in the intro Whole with the love those by Led samples. Sorry? Whole lot of love by Led Zeppelin, they use one. It's good. Ah. Um, off off topic. Anyway. Um I particularly liked the chorus to with you. Um I don't know why. Something about the, the melody of it. Not particularly the rapping, I think it was more Chester, just the way he sung it. I th- I think I really liked it. The instrumental in the um, in the verses were pretty spacey, which I thought was kind of cool. Like Jet, not a massive fan of the the rapping on this one. Um, it was okay though, as the song in general. Dear Dance, the the main riff to that once it comes in kind of feels like I'm being beaten with a baton. <laughs> I thought it was pretty cool, and yeah, it comes in in the chorus as well, which is I think kind of ties into the whole police brutality um, like theme of the song 
Um, I loved the bridge in this one where like where it builds up. It's got the it's got I think a mandolin or a, is it an oud? Is that what it's called? One of those instruments. Um, kind of in the background, which I thought was really nice. It's also a cool part I liked about this song was um, in right before the chorus that little that part you mentioned, Jet. The um, how's it go again? against the brutality that part there's like a na 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 in the background oh I yes really cool. i love yeah. that yeah yeah i'm probably picking deer dance for this one surprise surprise it takes him around a three nil for toxicity Oof. but then again by contrast juliet and i are a two nil hybrid theory and i'm probably going to make a three nil for hybrid theory chester alone takes with you up to a top five Damn. song of hide hybrid theory for me uh where's your point gonna lie juliet i'm actually gonna break my streak and go for deer dance okay You're welcome imran that's my son <laughs> it's weird imran you having a bandmate on the show and i'm just getting exposed to all your bandmate banter <laughs> it's it's an experience within itself uh yeah i don't think i have too much to add but with you gravit i gravitated to very quickly for most of the reasons mentioned, I was a bit more forgiving of Shinoda rapping in this particular song. Uh, yeah, in the end, I think when we do our top threes in the end, with you will probably on be on mine for Hybrid Theory. I'm definitely going to say that. This one annoys me. Points of Authority versus Jet Pilot. Uh, points of Authority, I'm pretty sure, again, I'm not the biggest. I didn't explore Linkin Park until after the world lost Chester, so I don't have too much of a connection to points of authority, and I feel like that is a very popular one amongst fans. Jet Pilot, eh, better than Deer Dance for me. Ooh. That's a hot take. Is it that, really? That okay. Is... Yeah. <laughs> I'd say so as well. I mean, I'm not going to lie, I'm probably going to pick Jet Pilot out of these two. I wasn't a massive fan of points of authority. When, when the rapping comes in, it was kind of a bit too, you know, lyrical, spiritual, lyrical kind of vibe. I don't know. Um, I, after that, the song lost me. I it didn't didn't do much for me. Aww. Yeah, I, I feel like I, and I feel like groovy. unbeknownst to us, we're probably saying really hot takes right now. But eh, I didn't like how it ended too. Just the, the whole glitching kind of yeah effect. Wasn't a fan of that. I wrote that in my notes as well. Wasn't a massive fan of that either. A bit weird. But I didn't hate it either. That's another thing. I didn't hate it. I could live with it. Yeah, it's hard to find the in-between sometimes with that. I get you. But I I personally love when Chester says, um, what's the words? I think it's, my life, my pride is broken. When he does like that, when he goes down to that one. Oh, I don't know. That's something about that. I, I really like that one. Um, yeah, the rapping just not, not the best. Um, I feel like there's probably... There's definitely other songs that his, yeah, his words aren't so, uh, as Imran said, uh, lyrical, spiritual. <laughs> um, yeah, I think mm, the outro, oh, yeah, the outro was all right. Oh, actually, I really liked how they did, like, the vocal chop to match the riff. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I really liked that. Um, Jet Pilot, for me, not one of my favourite songs on Toxicity at all. Um, I can listen to it sometimes. I think you have to be in the right mind to listen to it. Like you have to want to hear this sort of fast, you know, fast paced stuff. 
but um, uh, what is it? The groove and like the feel in the verses, I, I really like that, um, but not so much the just the fast, you know, throughout the rest of the song. I don't know about you, Jet, but I'm always in the mood for Jet Pilot. Always. Well, yeah, that's just, you, not me. Uh, fair enough, I guess. I mean, just straight from the get-go, just diving headfirst straight into the song. Um, like you said, the verses, the groove is just sexy. The bridge is sexy. Um, <laughs> it's a short song, but I feel like it does its job. Yeah, I agree. It gets its, gets its point across. Exactly. Or you could say it uh, flies its point across. Get it? Ah. Ah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about that one. <laughs> Not my best work. So universally, all three of us, jet pilot, or is anyone going to try and go points of authority? I'm going points of authority, mate. Okay. Damn. Yeah, sorry. What ticked it over the edge? Is it just because jet pilot isn't your jam? Yeah, probably. And I just, um, I don't know, something about that specific part that Chester sings, but yeah, just jet pilot's not my vibe. If I could expand on a point that's been discussed a little bit thus far, if I may, how far in terms of exploring rap are both of you? How much in your music diet is rap? Well, uh, I used to listen to Eminem a lot. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I like some of his songs still. Oh, actually, I really like older Slim Shady. Um, oh, I don't know. <laughs> Limp Biscuit, Imran. <laughs> I mean, you got to. Jet was the one that got me into Limp Biscuit. So, was it know. really? Ah, so you're yeah. to blame. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that one's my bad. I apologize. <laughs> I'm sure eventually, um, listeners, we're going to do a Limp Biscuit battle, and my intention would have been to rip into it, but now I've got Imran on the team, and it's just going to be <laughs> <laughs> a complete subversion as to what I thought it was. But uh, what about you, Imran? You can Imran? still Is talk it... shit about it. <laughs> what about you, Imran? Is uh, Me? Limp Biscuit the extent of your rap, or is there more that you've explored? Uh, absolutely not. I I am a personally a big fan of rap. I don't listen to it as much as metal, but... I I do like um, my my rap. I yeah. I'm afraid to say who my favorite rapper is because I feel like it'll get a lot of um, backlash. We can reveal that later so, on. Keep listening, okay. listeners. <laughs> um, no, I'm just interesting. So at least now I know what is good. At least according to you, what you can consider good rap and bad rap, and you know, and I know what to look for when you guys are analyzing Mike Shinoda later on as we go through this album. Um, so Imran. Is it safe to say Jet Pilot's going to be your point? Yes, it is. Very I might safe. join you as well, I reckon, then as well. So my first my point guy. toxicity is going to be Jet Pilot. Uh, but then again, I don't really have too many points against points of authority, aptly, no pun intended. Uh, then again, yeah, th- again, there was good bits, I thought, to Jet Pilot, the chaotic nature of it all. Probably soared over the line in that particular instance. Another one that I'm no a little bit intended. bugged by is the fact we've got Crawling versus X. X is not even two minutes. It's probably a minute 50 at most. Crawling is probably the second song in the Triforce of Mega Mega Hybrid Theory Linkin Park hits. And I'm... Str- X is, for me, taking it on. And I want to propose a theory in Run and Juliet. Uh, the main hook to X is... We don't need to multiply. We don't need to multiply. X is the symbol for multiplied by in math, so maybe that's why the song's called X. That's my theory. There you go. Do with that with what you will. What I, do you think I, of I the song? I thought that's what the X was, was a multiply symbol. Oh, right okay. minds think alike. 
Great Minds Think Alike. <laughs> um, That's the second occasion. What do we think of the song? Um, I like it. It's not even the shortest song on this album, which trips my brain sometimes. Um, heavy as hell, though. Um, I think it's probably one of the heaviest songs on the album. Um, it kind of almost delves almost delves into blackish black black metal, blackish. There metal, are blast beats. That's an element of it. There are. Yeah, I really like the groove in the breakdown though, because it it's got this really odd, um, odd part that like kind of follows the we don't need to, and that goes the um into the groove, and it sounds like it's out of time, but it's all in time. I've checked. Trust me, it's ruined my brain. Um, but thanks, Imran. I yeah, no worries. Um, but yeah, I really like that part specifically. That's probably my favorite part in the song. Um, that part reminded crawling? me of Blind by Corn. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that song is very, it, I feel like could, in terms of like the, the heavy parts and then they got the high, the wah, that's very cornish or corny. Haha. Um, crawling, on the other hand, that wasn't a good pun. Um, crawling. Massive one hit, of the, what can uh, say? Yeah, um, according to Chester, one of the hardest songs for him to sing live, apparently, which I guess could be understandably so. Um, very catchy. Um, one of the two songs I've heard off of this album before, very vaguely from a distant time ago. Um, I like how the chorus kind of comes in first and it's just really massive and then kind of like eases you into the rest of the song. Yeah, there wasn't too much to it that stuck out to me as much. Um, at least as much as X, I guess. Um, it's a great song. I just, I like there, there isn't a particular part of it that I'm like, yes, I absolutely love this part. Um, maybe because I haven't heard it as much as Toxicity, but I don't know. Um, I feel bad going 5-0 here, but I'm going to pick X. <laughs> I didn't expect oh, a 5-0, I... I'll say that. Mm, I actually, I'm agreeing with Imran on this one. Ah, uh, yeah. okay. Crawling, it's a good song. Um... It's it's powerful, you know. Um, yeah, but there isn't like one part that's just like amazing. It's like the whole thing is is good. Um, so Chester's uh, vocals in the verses are quite quite nice. Um, I do like the lyric crawling in my skin. I think it's very visual and like creepy. Um, though I am gonna give this one to X. Um, don't know why. It's just I don't know. It's just punchier. It just, I like it better. Just the intensity of we don't need a multiplier. We don't need a nullify. Yeah, absolutely. Ah, gee, you've put me in a rock and a hard place here because I, prob- I could pick X, but I don't really want to discredit crawling because I kind of want to just acknowledge for how, you know, how much of a legacy that left rock and roll in the 2000s. Ah, what have you done? Ah. I mean, Crawling is a great song. It really I, like, is. I wouldn't, I wouldn't blame you for picking it, but yeah, I've spoken already. Okay. All my, this, I'll just read off my notes then. If, when worst comes to worst, I'll just read off the notes. Keys subtly lead you in. Go straight to the point. Obviously, yeah, you have your little electronica intro and then straight into the chorus. Bang. The end, the end, the end of the chorus, there, you can hear the vocals panning across the soundscape, which I thought was a neat little touch. 
builds a pretty environment and the chorus is like throwing a rock at a glass house. That's literally all the notes I have about crawling. But then he, but that probably, again, I think that discredits of the impact the song has. Ah, I hate this. I don't like this. Crawling X, crawling X. Yeah, <sighs> it's a tough one. I think because I know what's next, I might just go crawling. Ah. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> how did this one be the hard? How is this the hardest battle of this entire bloody? Um, I'm surprised that this is the one you're stuck on, Jason. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna get stuck on another one later on. Uh, oh yeah. Crawling. I'll go crawling. Final answer. <laughs> yep. That makes it four-one for me. Hybrid theory. That that's amazing to me. I think. Based on how, what I think of the rest of the battle, I think Toxicity will make a comeback. I hope, at least I hope it does. Uh, Juliet currently sits 3-2 Hybrid Theory in the lead. I think we're all about to give Toxicity a point here. Runaway versus Chop Suey. Hybrid Theory, Linkin Park, Runaway. I think that's the weakest on Hybrid Theory. Chop Suey is Chop Suey. Come on. Any objections? Absolutely not. Look... I, I, I want to point out something here. Okay. Uh, by the time I... This is with Runaway. Track six on, on hybrid theory. I, I've i got my own theory. It's not a hybrid one. It's a different theory about about this whole album. Or about new metal in particular, actually. Um, I feel like a lot of a lot of the songs on uh, Linkin Park up to this point are kind of... I, how do I explain this? I had it so good in my head before. Um, give me one second. Yep, no worries. Juliet, what do you got? Not much at all. I'll tell you that. Uh, Runaway does not... It just... It sounds a bit out of place on the album, I think. It's not heavy enough. Um, sounds, like, even more mainstream than, than like, Crawling or another one, which will come up later. Um, but the vocals, once again, just beautiful. But I think this is just 100% easy win to Chop Suey. Like, it's Chop Suey. I don't know. What can you say? The song that defines System of a Down. However, I will say this. Hybrid Theory have their own triforce of mega, mega hits that have become signature songs for the band. Toxicity have a triforce of their own for that creates signature songs for System of a Down. Chop Suey is the first one that we've encountered thus far. And this might be the hot take, though. And Imran probably will chastise me for this. Out of the Triforce, I think Chop Suey's third place. Ooh. Ooh. I've never actually thought about that. I'm going to have to think about that one. Don't get me wrong, flamenco guitars and... Uh, well, Chop Suey's Chop Suey. Wake up. da 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 wake up. You know. But, and I mean, the iconic moment of once Surge starts singing Forsaken Me and just from that moment onwards, great song. Great ending. I agree. I think that that part, just the end of it, um, I think that whole song enca- encapsulates system in in just one song. And yeah, from that part on, the the song just gets amazing. Like yeah, hundred percent. I I wrote absolutely no notes on Chop Suey, and I'm still picking it. Just it does it doesn't need notes. Um, I I did think of my theory though. Yep. So. With a lot of new metal bands, they kind of, when they find like a sound that they that they stick to, 
I, I feel like a lot of them kind of tend to use that sound in a lot of um, a lot of their songs, especially in an album. It doesn't have to be all their albums or whatever. But I, I call this the the Limp Biscuit syndrome, where they find a, a song that works and all of the songs on the album sound like that song in some way, shape or form, you know? I feel like it, this is it's evident on this Linkin Park album, arguably for System of a Down as well, Toxicity. I, I wouldn't argue it, but arguably you could say that as well. But I feel like there's some kind of like element of they they've found something that they've they know works, and they've used it for each song, on this where like you know the repetition the it's not not even the same riffs like for each song it's just like the same kind of structure the same it's just the same thing kind of over and over I don't know it kind of hit me once I got to once I got to this one because Runaway. I don't know. It didn't didn't do much for me. The breakdown was okay. It was a bit fuzzy. That was about it. That's exactly what I was thinking when I heard Hybrid Theory for the first time. It's like every song sounds sort of similar in a way. Um, yeah, that's that's yeah exactly what I I thought. Yeah, Limp Bizkit syndrome. Co copyright patent pending. Chop Suey is my vote. Yep. And no further comment? Nope. No further comment. By Myself versus Bounce. I'd, I'd like to read my notes for Bounce verbatim. Please do. Uh, pogo, 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 pogo. Pogo, 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 pogo. Hang on. Pogo, 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 pogo. Pogo, 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 pogo. Serge Tankian and the Chipmunks. Thank you for that insight, Imran. Juliet. Right. Um, by myself. Once again, not amazing rap. I'm not, I feel bad. I'm like just talking down on Mike Shinoda. I know he was like um, one of the founding members. Um, so it was like his vision. But just there are songs where his rap isn't awful. I just think this is not one of them um what else the rest of it oh chester's scream amazing as usual um bounce just crazy i love the um the storytelling you, you really envision this date that that surge is going on um awesome baseline just it just oh you really bounce to the song when you when you listen to it um this actually was a bit hard to pick a winner um, but I am giving it to Bounce uh, purely because of <laughs> the, the not very good um, rapping. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mike. We're not lining up here, Juliet. I thought that was one of Shinoda's best performances on Hybrid Theory from By Myself. I love the intensity that he brings and the tension and release that he brings. And Bennington, yeah, unleashes points to that. All The all-too-much error of the chorus in By Myself. The grit in that is probably kind of why I want to put this one over over Bounce. It's Bounce. Another thing I didn't mention about Chop Suey is how it encapsulates System of Down so well is that System of Down are extremely quirky, and there's a lot of quirkiness that's present as well in Bounce. Again, underneath a large funk-inspired soundscape. Yeah, you really hear the 
the humour in their writing as well in this song, I think. Part of the charm. Ah, oh, by what are you doing, Imran? I I didn't mind by myself. I thought it was a pretty solid song. The opening riff I thought was very cool. Um and yeah, as Juliet mentioned, the scream that kinda when that um that bridge comes in before the chorus, the kinda got the rapping and then Chester kinda screaming with the riff. I thought that was very cool. Wasn't too sure about the chorus though. I think I don't know, I thought it would have been cooler if they just kinda stuck with that riff. Um, bounce is very bouncy. So it's um like you said, Jason, very funky. I feel like this this song encapsulates System of a Down a little bit more than Chop Suey because it's kind of it's it's got the heaviness, it's also got the funk, it's also got that the, the silliness that they're kind of known for. Yeah, probably probably pick and bounce on this one. Gee, that's seven nil Imran <laughs> toxicity. Wow. Ah. Uh... I feel bad. Really. I, I like. Linkin Park's a good band, you know? It's I, I'm i just absolutely demolishing it here. I'm still amazed it's only before this battle began it was crawling and in the end was your exposure to Linkin Park. Not even numb? No, I have heard that one. Okay, no, good. Was, oh, just off this album, okay, I heard crawling good. and in the end. feel slightly better about that. By Myself is another one where I'm probably, if we do our top three in the end, it's going to probably make it. I really enjoyed this one. Ah. Yeah, stuff it. I'll take By Myself. Stuff it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I hard disagree with you there on Juliet about Mike Shinoda. I think this, I like when he brings a bit of intensity to the tracks, and this is one of the best examples of it for me. And that puts it to me 5 2 hybrid theory. Again, I still think toxicity is going to make up a few points, but at the moment, hybrid theory with a pretty healthy lead right now. Toxicity has, in fact, taken the lead for Juliet, though, 4 to 3. Oh, a close one. And now we get to the final song of the Mega Mega Linkin Park Triforce hits. In the end versus Forest. Ah, Imran, I need your help explaining Forest to me because I struggled with this one a little bit. Not be- not for anything not for anything musically. It was just it was a very difficult song for me to describe. Yeah. It is kinda one of those songs. Um I think it's a very tribal song. Um Kind of gives me that vibe of like, I don't know, like it feels very introspective, very like someone trying to figure themselves out. Even even in the music and the riff, like I think the lyrics seem like it's about kind of just finding finding yourself or finding something in particular. But yeah, even in the music, the music kind of seems like it's about like not it's about, but listening to the backing track in particular. Everything seems like it's going in one direction, then it goes in this direction, and then it goes in that direction, and it's just a bit all over the place, which is classic, like, System of a Down style. It's very manic, but also, like, Forest seems to have, like, a, a, a purpose in what it's doing, in, like, in which direction it's going. Um, particularly, I think, in the, um, in the weird, the instrumental breakdown kind of section... It goes that part kind of keeps building, gets bigger, gets bigger, and then it goes into that little quiet part. Uh, every like, it all seems like it's carefully structured, but also doesn't know where it's going at the same time, which I think is what the song is about. Um, yeah, it's it is a tough song to describe. 
It's very interesting that you're describing it as a find-yourself kind of themed song, especially when instrumentally it feels a lot more treacherous than that theme would give off. Yeah, I I don't know, just the way I, what I get from the instrumentals particularly is just like, everyone knows what they're doing, but it's in a way that it seems like everyone doesn't know what they're doing. It's, it's going in different directions. It's like, what's, what's happening here? We're trying to figure it out as we go along. You know, I, that's, that's what I gather from the song. Yeah, that, yeah, easily top song on the album there. On the opposite end, if you went to a Linkin Park live show, which, by the way, when we were preparing for the podcast, I was look, I looked up a bit of live footage of In The End, especially the one, it's from 2011 at Red Square. All you need to do to set the crowd into a frenzy is just get the keyboard and go dun, 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 and then utter insane it's i don't know what the correct word is but the sense of euphoria that the crowd feels when that keyboard starts hitting and then chester just goes it starts with one and then particularly on that clip thousands thousands of people are just singing along rapping along to every single word of in the end and it's the most incredible sight to to sight to see just watching it online that even I'm getting goosebumps just watching it. There was another clip from 2017, so this would have been around about the One More Light period, uh, when the final album before Chester sadly left us. It's from Argentina, and the keyboard the keyboard melody plays, dun, 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 and then once it reaches the bit where normally Chester would go, it starts with one, the crowd is singing, and they sing the entire first verse, and then they sing the chorus... That's that's how much of a connection that song has hit. It's a very... Any track of Toxicity would struggle to go up against that one, I reckon, Juliet. Oh, I disagree with you there, but wow, I do... Wow, okay. This is We're in for a fun debate then. Let's go. <laughs> there is a lot of impact um, this song has had on people. Like, um, this was definitely the first ever Linkin Park song I heard. I remember, I don't know how old I was, maybe seven or eight say and my cousin was showing me how to play it on, on the keyboard um that was definitely the first um time I ever heard the song and it's just it's it's a memory that stuck with me and you know I'm sure people all around the world have like lots of memories and feelings and just like nostalgia with this song because yeah it's uh, would you say it's their biggest song it's it's yeah. either that or numb. Yeah, definitely. Um, though it's not my favorite song, um, but I I totally get the um, you know the connection that people have to this song because I I have a little bit of it too. But musically, um, I just don't think it's strong. Not strong, but it doesn't have as much musical um, like impact and like you know, I guess headbanging sort of feel to it. Um, it's definitely not as riff focused as the other songs, some of the other songs on the album. Um, Mike Shinoda's rapping is definitely better in this song than some of the other ones um, that I have destroyed him on. Um, yeah, but I am going to give this one to Forrest because I don't know, it, it's it's a weird, weird vibe. Um, I like how... With their um, 
guitar pitch going up, it it builds tension. Um, and as the lyrics are like getting weirder and more, what's the word? I don't know, like confusing. Like, yeah, you don't really know what exactly the song is about. It does feel a bit like trying to maybe a bit of like self-discovery, trying to, um, yeah, work out. I don't know. It's hard to, it's hard to say, but I am going to give this one to Forrest. I will be a little bit more objective towards in the end because, yes, it has this this really uh, universal legacy that will live on for decades and generations to come. And, you know, it's probably the song that will define the year 2000 in terms of rock and roll. But at the same time, there is an argument to me that to be made. It is one of the most angstiest, the angstiest anthem in all of rock and roll to the point where it's just a meme. That that I'm willing to concede. But, uh, I don't know. I think, eh, I wasn't, I struggled. I really struggled with trying to work out what to make of Forrest. So... I think just because I'm going to be a bit of a simpleton and go in the end on that, and just, yeah, it is an extremely, it's a very powerful song. For, again, it could, it's the most memeable song, but it's also the most powerful song. But, hey, multi-purpose, why not? In the end for me. I didn't get your take, Imran. What do you make of that one? Me? Yeah, in the end. Um, In the end. Um, I honestly didn't have too much on this song. Um. I, I got a fun fact. Chester didn't like this song originally. He thought it sucked. <laughs> um, so there's a little fun fact there. I will concede, um, by the way, with Juliet, though, yeah, it is probably not the most musically interesting one off Hybrid Theory. That I can easily concede. Yeah, um, I'll have to agree with uh, Juliet there, too. Um, it's not, like, it's not really spectacular in terms of the music. It's like, a you know, your standard four-chord pop song, I guess. Yeah. With beefier guitar. The lead, yeah, beefy guitar and a lead piano part. I did like, um, at the end of the verses, Chester does that little, um, vo- like, vocal, he holds a note. Yeah, the right watch you the chorus go. Hits. Yep. Yeah, I, li- I really liked that. Um, the chorus, you know, is very catchy. This is, before I listened to Hybrid Theory, um, you know, like, I've heard In The End before, obviously. Um, every, like, very, very occasionally that chorus would be stuck in my head and I'd be like, where have I heard that before, you know? And then take me a while to be like, oh yeah, that's that Linkin Park song I heard ages ago. So it's one of the, it's, it's got a very catchy chorus. You know, it's like a bit of an earworm gets stuck in there. Um, I think in terms of more interesting songs though, I will pick Forest for this one. Um, just cause What it's, a surprise. Yeah. 8-0, let's go. <laughs> We've never had a clean sweep on this uh, on this show before. We've come close on multiple occasions, but never a full. Actually, no. Sorry, I think I might be telling a fib. Imran was on our three way, and he didn't give a point to ten. So maybe we've already done it, but I don't think uh, that counts. I feel bad because that's an amazing album. But then again, I don't think it counts too much because that was a three way. I don't think we've ever had okay. a clean sweep one on one before. Uh, let's no, let's see how we go with this one. <laughs> I think the earworm of in the end is the reason why I've ended up taking it but yeah yeah I think it's that and just being a bit of a basic bitch I think a place for my <laughs> head versus ATWA or air trees water and animals another one I'm really That's annoyed what? with because a place for my head I gravitated to really quickly but ATWA that is a really good one I really enjoy the treachery yep. in that um yeah this one 
is a bit of a tough one for me actually because I I really liked the riff to a place for my head. Kind of gave me an Alice in Chains vibe. The I like how the the riff is kind of just going throughout the whole song, apart from like the end where it just kind of changes a little bit. But basically, the whole song is just like a one riff song. the The vocal delivery in terms of like the rapping and the chorus wasn't a massive fan of, but like the just the riff itself was very catchy. Um, so I did like um, Atwa. On the other hand, um, based on a Charles Manson poem, I believe, which is um, oh wow, yeah, very edgy. Um, probably one of my favorites on the album, if not my favorite. It's up there for me too. Yeah, I'm not saying it's my favorite just yet. You know, there's still a few songs coming up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just I love how the song kind of goes from that nice, clean, really melodic, um, super catchy riff. You know, you got the vocals as well. Oh, the world I've seen before me passing by. Yeah, it's so catchy, man. Um, and then all of a sudden you just get hit with, you don't care about how I feel. I don't feel it anymore. It's just insane. It's a weird sight seeing System of a Down singing a song about feelings, but yes. Yeah, it is a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. Um, this one has a guitar solo as well, which is, um, a little bit, I think, has there been a guitar solo up to this point? Not officially. Um, but I think this one has like the first kind of official guitar solo. Um, that last verse with Surge, oof, Surge just amps it up. Um, one of the things I really like about Atwa as well is um, you kind of notice as well, as the song progresses, it speeds up a little bit, um, which is, I think, very noticeable in the last chorus. You kind of like the first chorus, once it hits, you know, it's fast. But then once you hear that last chorus, it's just like almost double the speed. It's insane. I think I'm picking Atwa for this one. It's, I, is it a surprise anymore? I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? I'm, I'm sure we'll get there eventually. I'm, or maybe, I don't know. Juliet? Um, well, I really, I like the contrast between the uh, the verses and the choruses. Um, it's, it's not too jarring. Like, they, they marry nicely. Um, Talking at here, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So oh, I didn't mention that. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's it's got a good um, mix of things. Um, a place for my head uh, has a mm, oh, it's got an awesome riff. I remember that. Yeah. Um, and the the Mike Shinoda's parts aren't as bad. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. She came around yeah. eventually. Yeah, I, it definitely got got better as the album went on. Um, I don't know. It's it's not like I think the flow is good, but I think the words sometimes are a bit maybe just not my taste. Um, the well, it's quite like groovy, um, and and I like how the rap actually goes with the the riff, and then um, I think there's like an awesome there's a mad scream in it too. Um, I'm actually giving this one to A Place For My Head. I feel slightly better now because I kind of want to give it to A Place For My Head. Imran said Alice and Chanty. I said A Perfect Circle-y. Um, oh. ATWA. Yeah. I, again, we're going to do our top three at the end. That's that's a contender. 
for neon toxicity. Ah, but a place where my head is as well. Don't like this battle at all. I want. I if I could give a draw and give half a point to each, I would, but I can't. So, <sighs> who wants to make some compelling cases? I forgot to mention before one. Um, Mike Shinoda. Uh, I think mentioned that this is one of the first songs he ever wrote. Uh, right after high song. school. Just the the frantic nature of it all and the venom that is spat from Chester and Mike is phenomenal. Maybe maybe occasionally it is a bit new metal 101, but I don't really care. Uh, and yeah, ATWA. The, the, the word that I would use to describe that song is lulling. It lulls you in and then, bang, you don't care about how I feel. I don't care how anymore. That, that's what makes ATWA great for me. Ah, <laughs> Juliet, got any compelling cases for me either way? Not really. Mine's just opinion. Um, I don't know why I'm not really that drawn to Atwa, as Imi and I call it. Um, I don't know. It, it, it is, it's a good song, um, but when I compare them directly to each other, um, I don't know, a place on my head just just stood out to me i'll stick with my guns a place for my head was a favorite of mine in uh preparing for this i'm going to stick with my guns and take a place for my head uh next up is forgotten versus science another one i think both of them have stepped down from the previous tracks respectively uh oh that nah dude i, I think i prefer oh. atwater to science in run oh. but oh. I, think, oh. I think it's still i think dude. it's still getting a point oh don't worry i think it will still oh. get a point it'll still probably that's, get a point that still hurts my feelings ah. that hurts me too eh. explain why then science has failed our world i don't know this song just gets me every time um i i i take back what i said about atwa this is probably one of my favorites probably my favorite song um on the album maybe i haven't there's still more songs on toxicity but Science is definitely going to be in the top three at the end, 100%, absolutely, without a doubt. Just the, the vocal delivery from the verse, honestly, just from the get-go, that's just that riff that comes in, the really gallopy riff, you know, once once the whole song kicks in, it's just, the, it's got that classic System of a Down Mediterranean style. The entire vocal delivery for the whole song is just amazing, and the, the interlude part, right in the middle where the where those wind instruments come in and you get those nice vocal parts coming in and the that is the best acoustic part of the song. that song makes me feel very inappropriate things it's so good well don't elaborate because then i will pick forgotten <laughs> no. <laughs> no no you've reminded me of how in, how enjoyable that bridge is yep science easy point done easy point i honestly i've forgotten how forgotten goes Juliet, do you remember how it goes? Not particularly. I just remember it sounding very early 2000s, like very of its time. Um, But yeah, I'm definitely going for science as well. Easy win for me. That's a bit of a shame. Uh, Yeah, step down from a place in my head. But yeah, I've been reminded why science was a good one for me. So we'll just move on from that. Cure for the itch versus shimmy. Cure for the itch. That is a sharp... A sharp differentiation from what we've heard thus far, but it fits with the hip-hop style that Linkin Park have. Mm. I think 
I'm not sure if I agree or disagree with that. I think it it's obviously different. There's no vocals or, yeah, I think it sounds like, well, this is the picture that I got in my head of um, some sort of video game opening. It reminds me, I don't know if you've seen or, or heard of uh, Friday Night Funkin'. It, it gives me very video gamey vibes like you see the screen it has like start game chapters like you know stuff like that I don't know why it just it popped in my head um shimmy definitely one of my favorites on the album um just daddy surge like I don't know how can I elaborate <laughs> um I have yeah. to agree with you one on that one Jet. I'm, I'm I, not I gonna like... repeat that but yeah oh I think that um, the bridge is really cool and, like, got a cool swing to it. You, you can shimmy to it, if you will. Especially considering Imran, a jazz break in shimmy. Oh, that jazz break. So good. Um, I, shimmy is probably maybe the most manic song. It, it is a minute and 50 seconds, which, I, which is the, so, the shortest song on the album. Beats out X, beats out Bounce, yeah. Yeah. Um, just by a few seconds, but yeah, the chorus vocal delivery I is amazing. I love it. I don't know why. Just the the delivery of the vocals is. I don't know how to explain it particularly. It's the it's that weird nasally sound that Surge has. Um, it's also the super gravelly. I don't know. It's just Surge. It's like his typical Surge style, but also is added a little bit of a twist at the end. I I also love the little ending part as well. The uh, don't be late for school again, boy. Don't be late. That part's so good. Um, Cure for the Itch, on the other hand, honestly, is the first song to make me think about picking a Linkin Park song here because I genuinely really liked this song. Whoa! There is something to yeah. like about that. I will, yeah, I'll stand with you with that. I, yeah, I, the moment it kicked in, I, I thought to myself, like, what what the hell is this? I don't understand what's happening. But then it slowly, like, goes into, like, the thing I, like, quite, sort of understood, like, ah, oh, it's, the, it's the DJ guy kind of doing the sampling and stuff. And then that main part kind of kicks in where he's got the, the high synths and the, the drum beat. And I thought this is something that I could listen to with, like, rain sounds in the background and I could fall asleep to this on loop. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah, and I was like, that's, you know, it's kind of nice. And yeah, I listened to it again, and I'm like, yeah, I really like this song. So, at the moment, I do not have a choice yet. Oh, that, that's making me nervous. Compelling case, Imran, I <laughs> will go nervous. shimmy. However, there are compelling mm. cases to be made for Cure for the Itch. It's, it's, it's one of the more sleep hits. I, I thought Cure for the Itch would be one of the more brutal songs just by the name, but no, you pleasantly surprised by how that goes wouldn't call it a highlight probably won't make a top three however yeah you could you could seek it out and still get enjoyment out of it and that mostly comes down to hip-hop beats with the synth and then just those little piano runs that they have sporadically throughout that section of the music very nice hmm it's my turn to pick isn't it yes well but just to confirm again i am going to take shimmy shimmy so that's shimmy for you shimmy for juliet Oh, do I want to go 11-0 or do I want to give Linkin Park a point? <laughs> so you're going to pick... This pick is going to be whether you want to commit to the bit. 
<laughs> I mean, not really, but like, come on, Imran. It, like, I've I've come this far, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, while you make your decision, Juliet, what are you gonna do? Absolutely, shimmy. I'm gonna shimmy, shimmy, shimmy till the break of dawn. Ha. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. Yeah, definitely shimmy. I, I don't think it, it wasn't hard for me to choose at all. Come on, Imran. Shimmy, quick, move on, quick, pro shimmy. change my mind. Imran is going shimmy. Yeah. We're 11 nil for toxicity for Imran. The scores are getting quite interesting between myself and Juliet, so I reckon I'll hold off our scores till the end. Hybrid Theory is about to end. This is the final track. Pushing me away versus the second of the holy trinity of toxicity, the title track, Toxicity. I want to talk about pushing me away first. I was all in on this one, and I enjoy the fact that it has a nice sense of finality to it, but I wish it reached an extra gear that got a little bit more intense than it ended up resolving at. It's a great song, but I wish it shifted through one more gear. Toxicity, on the other hand, there's not really much else to say because it is, it's a really phenomenal track. So I'll leave it to Juliet and Imran to explain what makes Toxicity uh, one of the all-time signature System of a Down songs. Juliet? Well, I don't know. It's hard to put into words how amazing Toxicity is. Um, I think if I had to pick a song that would just... You know, if you, if you show someone System of a Down for the first time, it would definitely be um, Toxicity would be the song to, to show someone. Um, it's easy to listen to. And from personal experience, it was a good introduction to the band. I think um, it's got a nice, like it, it can get, it's a bit heavy at times, but it doesn't overwhelm you. Um, say if you're, yeah, if you're listening to it for the first time um, and then, you know, even after a few years of, of knowing the band, it's still one of the, the top songs on my favourites list. Um, what else? It's, oh, the drums, just beautiful drumming as always. Um, I think it shines a lot more in this song. Um, it just, it, it matches everything so well and everything is cohesive and Surge's beautiful deep voice and um, something about 3-4. I love the time signature 3-4. I think it's, I don't know, it's just so groovy and just nice to listen to. Um, Imran, you for Toxicity, what can you say? Me? Oh, what can I say about Toxicity? This is, this. I, I didn't write songs for Chop Suey, as I said before, and I also didn't write notes for for Toxicity because... I think Toxicity is another song that just speaks for itself. Like, what can you say about Toxicity other than go listen to it if you haven't listened to it already? Like, if you haven't listened to Toxicity and you're listening to this podcast right now, <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing with your life? Do go yourself a favour, as Molly Meldrum would say. Exactly. Go listen to Toxicity. I, I don't know. It's, it's the iconic system of a down song. I mean, I know Chop Suey, I guess, is kind of the iconic but toxicity is technically the iconic system of a down song that's i don't know everything about it is just system of a down to me if i'm if i think system of a down the first thing i think is ah yes toxicity yeah like you said the the three four 
I probably one of my favorite time signatures as well. The the breakdown, I love how it like switches up a little bit, gets a bit heavier. It's it's such a serious song. And then I love the bit at the end where it's just like when I became the sun, I shone left into the man's heart. It's like really piratey for some reason. True. I love that part as well. I never thought of it being piratey, but I, I hear it now. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, yeah. It's just the it's just the song. It is the song of all time. I'm picking Toxicity. Any any comments, uh, just to get a little bit of finality to hybrid theory, are there any comments that anyone wanted to make in particular to pushing me away? Yes, absolutely. I have one very strong thing to say. Um, do you guys, you know the song Numb, right? Yep. I think it's off their album uh, Meteora. You could sing almost the whole song of Numb to the music of Pushing Me Away, I've noticed. Mm. it's like it the um progression the chord progression is almost identical maybe it's not in the same um key but the changes are like exactly the same I noticed that and it annoyed me but I don't know it's kind of cool in a way nice clean vocals too but yeah that's that's a very strong feeling I have about that song just numb instant I I didn't notice that but um, I did like the the vocals in this song as well. I thought Chester was the main the main element of this song that stood out to me. I don't know, pushing me away didn't. There's nothing really else that stood out to me for this song. Again, that's interesting. I have a bit more of a positive view of that. I didn't, not for one second, thought it was more of a precursor to numb or kind of pre numb before numb was a thing, but. I, my main gripe was that it could have probably escalated a bit higher and it didn't. Other than that, I thought still a well-put-together song with a nice sense of finality to everything we had just listened before. But there's... Yeah, it's not beating toxicity. There's no way I could do that. So I'm joining you in run with toxicity and I'm guessing, Juliet, you'll be doing the same. Absolutely. 100%. All right. It's gold star time. We're in gold star territory. So pretty much, as always, it's if... The following few songs would go up against a song from Hybrid Theory. Would it still win? Or do you enjoy the song enough that you would seek it out, seek it out again over most of the other tracks off album? I don't really care. It's a pretty subjective way to give a gold star. But does Psycho earn your gold star, team? Juliet, you can go first. Not me. Um, Psycho is not one of my tops. Um, I think it, it's a good song. It's... Um, crazy like like the title um psycho yes it is psycho um i do i really like the quick like the sudden stops and then like it goes back into it um oh yeah and there's like the more chill parts they don't necessarily flow right into the crazy bits but it doesn't feel mismatched it's still the same song you know um and i i really like the solo i think it's it matches the the vocal the vocal line well it's sort of the same um and it, it sounds sort of trippy i reckon it's pretty trippy as well um i thought the the intro was a bit trippy because the bass uh, kind of comes in with this bass intro and the bass i think kind of has like this phaser effect on it or something along those lines which i thought was pretty trippy and you get that guitar kind of coming in. Um, it's pretty, it's very like brutal, quiet, 
fast, soft um, kind of style. I think there's a bit of um, acoustic guitar in the verse as well, which is really nice. Kind of get that kind of coming through. The vocal melody, I really love, like, all of them, um, especially in that little bridge before the verse. Yeah, the guitar solo as well, I think is really nice. I think it's a, probably one of the best endings to um, to the songs on this album, like, just in terms of how a song ends. Kind of just really nice. And I think the guitar solo that ends here leads really nicely into the next song as well. I'm going to pick it because I really like this song, Gold Star. I'm joining you, Imran. It's up there for me. I'm, I'm hoping those clean breaks and more of those vast, relaxing moments in Psycho was one of the song highlights as it was for me, as it was you. Yes. Though those clean breaks are definitely, like, the, the main part of, like, the main reason why I listen to a song like Psycho. It's that happy medium between the elements of Psycho where it's connoting quite well what a mind your mind would be like racing around at 300 k's an hour and then you've got that relaxing trippy kind of that, soundscape yeah, that break. in the immediate yeah. aftermath too and yeah and then the way the vocals are delivered over that area i can't i can't quite remember how it's exactly enunciated but oh, it, it's very soothing it's one of the more soothing moments uh surge tankin has on toxicity in terms of his vocal performance. Yeah, easy. Oh, I'm, I'm joining you there, Imran Goldstar. Um, yeah, not much else really to be said about that. We quite enjoy it. And what, what was the thing that stopped it from getting a gold star for you, Juliet? Nothing really in particular. Okay. Um, I think not, not my favourite. All good. All right. What would be technically the final song on Toxicity? Aerials. Wow, they saved the best for last. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Also, the third and final of the Triforce of Mega Mega System of a Down signature songs. It was a fun fact. Me and Jet played this uh, in 2019, was it, for our um, our school band? Yep. As, um, yeah, we played this. How many gigs did we play this at? It was like. Only one or two, I believe. Yeah, we didn't play it at many. How'd they go? Because I think it was, it was a bit too heavy for the, uh, for the old crowd, but. Um... <laughs> What are you doing performing that to the elderly? (laughs) Well, I mean, we're playing song. What were we playing? We're playing like Michael Jackson and stuff to people. So System (laughs) of the Down was a bit of a contrast. Right. Um, But yeah, we convinced our teacher to play this one. And yeah, I honestly, what a song. I I don't think it, it needs much else said about it other than just what a song. I, I don't know, man, the, the second chorus, Whew. absolute chef's kiss. Yeah, just that—that's it. If, if um, I could, if I could give this song six gold stars, I would. That is, this is my gold star. This song, I have emotional attachment to it. This was also one of the first um, system songs that um, Imran showed me, um, and then yeah, once we played it and. Uh, me and Imran actually sang it together, and we just, did. Oh yeah, the when we were uh, rehearsing this, we had a small, <laughs> we had a small rehearsal room, and we were playing a couple of the heavier songs. Um, we we played uh, for whom the bell tolls as well. Um, oh, it classic. got 
<laughs> it got so hot in the room. All the boys were like taking their shirts off and like I had my singlet on. Oh, it was the vibes was immaculate. It was like it felt so grungy and like metal, you know. Um and then performing it, I think I think we did pretty well. Um the the audience seemed to like it. Um it was just so much fun to perform. And yeah, the, the song itself, I also don't really have, I don't know. It's like I have a lot to say, but also not a lot, like nothing, but just amazing song. Yes. Six gold stars to Ariel. I, I have two words. Gold star. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say this though, uh, with the glowing with the glow that comes off you two's faces as you're sharing all those memories, now that we've had every member of Flood on this show, I, I'm expecting music soon now, guys. And then it's all worth it. All oh. these appearances are worth it. Yeah. We're I realized, the um, yeah, I realized um, ever since we've had Jack on, yep. we've been saying that, like, you know, we're in the process, we're in the process. <laughs> now we're actually in the process. Excellent. It's, it's happening. Yeah. So. And if you and if you get the B-sides, you'll get an Ariel's cover. Mark my words. Do it, Imran. Oh, oh. <laughs> we'll pitch it a band tomorrow. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Just think of the haunting strings and the clean guitar. That's another thing I just need to talk about. System of a Down are fantastic when it comes to clean, clean guitar tone. Like Every single time I hear something clean of theirs, I'm always impressed by it. Uh, another thing I wanted to point out, just because I wanted to get a little bit descriptive, I crapped on Darren in Prison Song. He improves with his duels along with Surge as the album goes on. I thought ATWA was one of the best versions of the duels, but then I'm just completely forgetting about Aerials. Of course, that's the best combo between the two on this album, I think. It's my favourite off Toxicity. Easy one there for me. And uh, I was originally going to end the battle there, but as we said in the opening, and at Imran's insistence, we're going to include Arto, the hidden track. It's, it's because I'm giving it a gold star, obviously. <laughs> what? Why, why would you not give Arto a gold star? That's my question. I want to, but I'm not sure. It is a song. It is the bonus track. It is honestly probably my favorite song on the album. Scratch really? everything I've said this whole podcast. Really? Arto Over is the aerials. Arto is the song. Dude, those those tribal beats, those those woodwind instruments, that man just going, da, 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 you know, just throughout the whole thing. Well, I believe it's an Armenian hymn, correct? I, I mean, it's definitely got those Armenian, like Mediterranean sounds to it. Um, it sounds a lot like um, music I've I grew up listening to, um, like Lebanese style music and stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I draw so much attraction to this song, but it's. It, I never skip this song. It's. This is not a, sco- a song that I would skip. Wow, that is complete opposite for me. I just when it when it comes up at the end of Aerials, I'm just like, stop. Okay, album's done. I I I, <laughs> I appreciate the. I don't know the. No, actually, I I don't really have anything good to say about it. Oof. Really? Okay. I'm I sorry. Hear. I just it it doesn't. Okay. It, actually, it's like a good outro to the album, um, and it probably gives like a little bit of yeah their their Armenian um, ethnicity or their their background. Um, 
which it's fine. I, I respect that. But I don't know. It's just I wouldn't go out of my way to listen to it. Like I'd go out of my way to stop aerials at the end. <laughs> I'm sorry. Damn. That's the one thing holding me back. I don't hate it. I'm I'm dead in the middle between Imran and Juliet right now. I'm a fan of Arto, but would I seek it? I'm struggling to find a reason. Because if... Uh, <sighs> Jason, Jason, if you were to listen to Toxicity from the start to the end, yeah. would you... Would you stop it at Aerials or would you stop it at Arto? I'd be like, fine stopping you, it at Aerials, but if I want if I want that little bit extra, I would let it keep going. I got a question for you, by the way. Most hidden tracks come about when it's like five minutes after the final track ends, and it doesn't, you know, properly end. It goes another five minutes of silence, and then you get the hidden track. How long after Aerials does Arto? How how long of how much silence is there on like the CD version or whatever? physical media version on does you have to go through after aerials to get Arto? Like, not even 10 seconds before those woodwinds come in. So I th- I think it's a bonus track. I don't think it's a hidden track. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah um, I'm stuck because I feel like... That's I'm, why it, hmm. That's why I feel like it's a part of the album because it comes in after aerials. Like, it's, it's a part of the album. It really shouldn't if, be a bonus track. It's... It's there. But if you cut yeah. it off, you wouldn't well, be missing why, out. <laughs> why would you cut it off? Why? You're, you're listening to it. Jet, someone's going to listen to a Flood album in the future. We're going to have a song right at the end, and someone's just going to end it on the second last song. I don't care. It's, it's, <laughs> it's preference. Damn. Okay. What, what you if, know what? Actually, yeah. wait, I have to say something funny. I don't know if you guys um, have listened to... Weathered by Creed. <laughs> it's not a bad album, okay? I have a little bit of space in my heart for Creed. I don't know why. You'll Just like our friend Ben then. Oh, I will, yes. I I don't know. Just um, at the start of the song, Who's Got My Back, there's like sort of, it's the same sound. I don't know. It's like him wailing and like weird. Oh, yeah. It, it reminds me of that. And I always skip forward in who's got my back. <laughs> if we're going to talk about Creed very, very briefly, Julia, just because we've only just met, I did do an f- entire podcast, Nickelback, Silver Side Up versus Creed, Human Clay. There were, f- oh. there were some decent songs on Human Clay. Are you ready? Faceless Man. <laughs> um, what else was there? There was, uh, oh, God. Uh... <laughs> With arms wide open. That I just I laugh at. That song yeah. I just <laughs> laugh at. Higher I don't understand its appeal. But Creed can do okay. My Own Prison. You know, songs yeah. of My Own Prison. Uh, Full Circle, the song Overcome. Ben hooked me up onto that song. And A Thousand Faces. They have good songs. Oh, God, they're hard to take seriously, though, that band. I know. I agree. It's just... It, and they're so in-your-face Christian. Not saying Christians are bad. <laughs> I'm not. At all. No, I don't care about all that kind of thing. Scott Stapp has the funniest vocals I've ever heard. He does a bit. Have you seen that episode of Family Guy where Peter sings with arms wide open and he he does it perfectly? <laughs> no, I haven't seen it. We're going completely off the rails. I will just in Scott Stapp's defense. I've listened to a couple of his solo stuff, especially uh, the singles from the album uh, Space Between the Shadows. There's a song called Purpose for Pain. There's a song called Survivor. His vocals have gotten so much better as now that he's healthier. 
But let's get back mm. to the point. Arto. Imran gave it the full Imran gave it the bonus point. Gold star. 15-0 sweep. Let's go. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, oh let's God. just let's just give that point to system of a down now. Clean sweep. That's the first time that's ever happened on the standoff one-on-one. I feel bad, but it had to happen. <laughs> you, you break a record, mate. You had to do it. Had to do it to him. Uh. Ah. It's literally an album, a song on the album. You have to listen to it in order to listen to the album. Okay. I'm not sure I'll be seeking it out, but to please him, run, I'll give it a gold star. Yes. I ha- it, I... Wow. Because deep down, I was a fan of it. I have zero... Here we go. Here's my paper. There's my notes. I have zero notes next to Arto. I didn't know what to say, but what... I didn't need to say anything because I did, in fact, enjoy it. So I'll whether I seek it out again and I have to back. rescind this gold star, I don't know. <laughs> but I'll, right at this very moment, I'll give it one. Why not? You can give it an asterisk if you want. Yeah, I think that's going to be an asterisk one because... <laughs> Silver star. <laughs> that used to be the system. Oh, I'm glad I moved on from that. Um... <laughs> There we go. We made it to the end. The history has been made. One on one, we had a clean sweep. Imran went fifteen nil <laughs> to toxicity, and this is where the rest of the battle went. Um, Lincoln Park got out to a lead for Juliet, but she settled on a score nine to three in favor hey! of toxicity. Whoa, nine to three. Nine I, oh to three. God. And nice. that leaves it beyond doubt. System of a Down's going to win it. My point, however, Hybrid Theory got off to about a five-two lead at one point. Let's let's if we get to in the end, it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven to one, or seven to two, something like that. Let's have a look. See here, it's yeah, it's seven to two. I think six six two seven one, sort of there. The score now reads. Hybrid Theory seven, Toxicity eight. Wow! And that's because of, and that's because of Imran convincing me to give Ardo the gold star. It's give it. It's made a three nil Toxicity win with my score being eight to seven. Wow, that that's a lot closer than I was expecting. Yeah, I was I was willing to accept it being a draw, but it, it, Imran's. Imran politicked his way to a three to to, to me giving Ardo a gold star and we've got a three zero clean sweep for toxicity. There you go. Toxicity beats hybrid theory. That is the better gateway album between the two. The gateway in a medal for many two thousands and late nineties kids. Ugh. I mean yeah. I'm exhausted now. Wow. That one got to you, huh? Yeah. Imran, you dominated that. That was, that was I mean, you. A man, the man knows what he likes. What can I say? And that's a stark, like stark contrast to the last time System of a Down was on the was on the standoff. Well, see, that's the thing. I'm a massive fan of System of a Down. Just hypnotized man. See, me and Toxicity, we're best friends. Me and hypnotized, not so much. So you're distant cousins. So what is it? <laughs> That what is it between Toxicity and what happens later on Steal This Album and Mesmerize and Hypnotize that doesn't quite reach the same heights? What is it about those um, records for you? Well, Steal This Album, 
um, was actually recorded during the Toxicity sessions. They've recorded like 33 songs during these sessions, actually. Cut it down to 15, I guess. Yeah, um, they ended up... So, sis, Steal This Album, I'm a massive fan of as well. Um, I've had my moment... I've, I've debated in my head whether I like Steal This Album or Toxicity more, but I think Toxicity cuts it just a tiny little bit. But yeah, um, I don't... Hypnotize... Um, I don't know. There's something about that album that just doesn't cut it for me. There's it's like some some of the some of the elements that I think it's um I don't know where, like something in the politics of the band where Darren kind of started taking more of a lead mm-hmm. um and started writing more of the songs. Something about his his lyric writing didn't cut it for me as much. Like a lot of the the guitar stuff and the like the instrumentals are really good. It's just um. Uh, something about Hypnotize doesn't cut it for me, which is weird because Mesmerize, I really like. All, all of the songs are Mesmerize. Like, aside from maybe, like, a few moments here and there, Mesmerize is a really solid album. Hypnotize just does not do it for me. I don't know why. And again, if you want to hear him elaborate on Hypnotize even more, we had Nick Flood's drummer in where Juliet's sitting right now, and he joined us to talk hypnotize on a previous battle but that went up against tool 10,000 days and that was a very interesting result that how that went down so if you want to hear that that's episode 25 um what would you say to that Juliet? where do you sit from the discography after this well i would say this is probably my actually this is my second favorite album i really love their first album um the self-titled um yes, the first album is very good yeah it, it's a it's a banger um yeah. I think still this album is really good as well. Um, I haven't, I have, I've listened to both um, Mesmerize and Hypnotize, but I can't like, it's hard for me to think of exactly like what songs are on each of them. I think together, I think they're okay. Um, They definitely got a little bit more experimental and yeah, definitely the writing has changed. Um, Is that all the albums? Am I I missing something? That's That's all of them? Yeah. Apart from, like, the two singles they released two years ago. Oh, yeah. By the way, we asked Nick that question, what we, what he thought of that, and I want to ask you that same question too. <laughs> to be honest, I haven't heard him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I know. Big fan. fan. Do you uh, give him a try. Boo. I, I definitely will. It's It's been on my wish list for a long time. Actually, I think I've heard genocide something. Genocide like of humanoids. That one. I think I heard that once, but. I don't really remember it. That was in my head the other day, Imran. Oh, yeah. I think that I had that stuck in my head a while ago as well. That's a, that's a good one. Well, there we go. And um, sp- and uh, despite hybrid theory not quite walking away with the chocolates today, um, did this battle convince you to seek out a little bit more Linkin Park? Oh, yeah. I was not expecting some good songs, like a, f- a few of the first ones um, that I voted over some of the toxicity ones um uh, yeah I wasn't expecting that at all I mean I had heard minutes to midnight uh a a lot when I was younger um but yeah never looked into other albums but I'm happy I I got the chance to yeah same I think I want to listen to hybrid theory um at least one more time just to like get it in my brain just to really cement what I think about it because I, I think it's a really good album, despite what my votes obviously showed. Um, 
yeah no i i did really enjoy hybrid theory i'd i think it'd be interesting to i think i'd now hearing that i'd also want to listen to um was it Me- meteora it's the one with numb meteora on it. yeah yeah i might like to listen to that as well just to see you have to listen to minutes to midnight I'll listen to Minutes to Midnight as well. Yeah, I might need to do that too. That's something I haven't done either. I, I can remember I was in uh, year 12 at the time and we had media class that morning and someone that I do, a fellow classmate who do, does, did know I listened to metal and rock and roll kind of thing and said, Jason, come over here. And he showed me his phone and it was uh, the headline reporting Chester Bennington's passing. And I was like, oh, that's a shame because at this point I've listened to Zero Lincoln Park and uh, you know, I didn't really... I never really gave him any thought, which was a massive, massive shame after, you know, listening to Hybrid Theory from start to finish for this because there's incredible stuff here. But I remember a few months later, I was like, eh, okay, let's listen to a little bit of Linkin Park because they are, well, you know, they were considered a big deal at one point. And, you know, they maintained a really, really loyal fan base across their across their career. Uh, and then I heard In The End and then I kind of started getting hooked, like, wow, what a gift that we had in Chester and it's really it's a really really sad shame that we don't have him anymore and uh, I remember there was this one time my sister comes home from school and says oh my friend told me that uh, I told my friend that you're in a metal and this is what he kind of likes and so she said this is a list of songs that my friend says you might like and I remember on that list I think it had songs like Breaking the Habit One Step Closer Crawling and it was like it was mostly Linkin Park songs I'm going and here we are now and I'm running through some of this stuff I'm going yeah a lot of these are really good so she was right my sister's friend was right (laughs) (laughs) oh nice well to round it out let's deliver our top threes off each we'll start with Imran oh heck alright um I'll start with Linkin Park. Um, here it is. Um, in the end, that's that's going to be on it. Um, Heal for the Itch. And With You. With You's in mine as well. With You, By Myself, and Place for My Head, I think, ended up being my top three. Because I wanted to try and admit the, the Triforce singles in One Step Closer, Crawley, and In the End. Because they probably would have done it anyway, but... Yeah, I wanted to give a bit more love to the deep cut, so I'll give that as my top three. What's your system of a down ones? My system of a down ones? Uh, science, obviously. Um, this is a good question, actually. Uh, needles. And... Otto. Nice list. Juliet, what do you got? All right. For Linkin Park, I have Paper Cut... Um, one step closer and points of authority and for toxicity oh yes actually x and science are close but i'm gonna go science shimmy and aerials yeah similar ballpark to me mine mine are actually i think the final three toxicity psycho and aerials honorable mention goes to atwa for me that that'd be the honorable mention very close fourth and with that, that's the battle, and with that, that's every member of Flood, Imran's band, interviewed on this podcast. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm guessing this would be the third time. Go ahead and plug the band. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, we've got what Instagram. <laughs> yeah, the uh, Instagram page that is pretty, not a memes page, but not. It's it's not, <laughs> I swear. 
Um, We're just trying to get the right fan base. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I changed the username the other day. It's it's Flood Official Flood. That's that's it. Oh, Oh, you got rid of the posting. Got got rid of the posting. Trying trying to trying to get a little bit serious now. You know, trying to get into the band realm. I guess. But yeah, we're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. I think um, we we've got well, we're recording some music at the moment. No spoilers. We're we're hoping to release that eventually. We don't know when. Hopefully um, before the end of the year. That, I hope that's so the too. plan. Yeah, we we want to at least get some you know demos out or something. Um, and yeah, no no gigs as of yet, but very soon once once we get those demos out and done. They then we'll start looking at some gigs. So yeah, if you wanna if you wanna see some gigs from us, follow our Instagram. It's a flood official please. flood. Yeah, please. 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 <laughs> we need a million followers. <laughs> or else uh, the devil takes our souls. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and with that, um, I let's say this. Hopefully, you guys can get something going by the end of the year, and I hope that. Maybe the full band does a podcast at some point because I, I really don't want this to be the last time I see Juliet, Ooh. Jack, or Nick on this podcast talking music because you guys are really fun to talk to. And uh, I really enjoyed this one, so thanks very much. Heck yeah. Thank you. Oh my God. Thanks, guys. Toxicity's victory marks a never-before-seen moment in standoff history. Imran clean-sweeping an album one-on-one for the first time. Hybrid Theory really is an amazing, merciless fusion of hip-hop and metal, and earned the legendary status it's been given, but Imran and Juliet, their deep fandom for System of a Down ignited brighter and bolder, and as a result, 3-0 to Toxicity. Definitely not a slight on Hybrid Theory, excellent album, but between the three of us, and a lot of campaigning I believe from Imran, because my grand point went entirely to System of a Down through Imran campaigning to give it a, Ardo a gold star. So, well done there on Imran's part. But no pun intended, in the end, it doesn't even matter. We were swimming in hits in this one, and we thank Juliet for coming along and celebrating as well as dissecting them on the standoff. A final reminder to follow Imran and Juliet's travels as the band Flood on Instagram, now at Flood Official Flood. Don't go to Flood Official Flood posting. You'll just get an error 404 at Flood Official Flood. And if you want to hear the other band members on the show, you can catch them. Jack, the guitar player, has been on the show at episode 19, our Ronnie James Dio three-way. Black Sabbath Mob Rules versus Rainbow Rising versus Dio, the last in line. A lot of debate was had on that one. And if you want to speak to the drummer, meet the drummer, Nick he appeared on the show Christmas time last year. It was episode 25, Tool 10,000 Days versus System of a Down, Hypnotize. And hey, while you're there, check out our other battles, wherever you get your podcasts. We have plenty to pick from. Plus, if you want to stay up to date with us, you can you can at facebook.com forward slash metal standoff pod and at Sin's main metal show, Mosh Pit on Sin. That is on your radio, Thursday nights at 8pm on 90.7 FM, DAB Plus Digital Radio, 
or from your preferred device at syn.org.au. And you can set to that date as well at the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash moshpitonsin, where we also put polls up every time we're about to do a standoff so you can tell us who you would pick between the battles that we do here on the standoff. So that's another good reason to check out the Mosh Pit Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash moshpitonsin. That's all for now. Until next time, metal up your ass.